this be the Zika Culture Podcast. My name is Tino, your very high but sober host, ready to bring you yet another Zika Culture Podcast original. I got a very interesting show for you this week. I'm going to keep the intro short, however, because I got a lot of juicy things I want to talk about in this episode, which is all about the top 10 types of Zimbo car people. Yes, that's people, not guys, because it's 2020, not the 1950s. <laughs> Ladies are in the mix as well, and you will see why with number one on this very list so let me dump that clutch and our way through the episode which is episode 19 by the way so let's get it so number one on the list we got the incognito enthusiast and don't pretend like you don't know what incognito means ne? <laughs> we've all been the google chrome ring any bells hmm? good for asking embarrassing questions that you don't want Apple google to remember or it, <laughs> you don't want anyone else to see what you've been searching or you want to search for hardcore poems at 12 midnight <laughs> then you realize you've made the typo wink wink <laughs> well newsflash you are always being watched eh? uh, keep that in mind anyways i digress so early in the episode my apologies the incognito or the undercover or the enthusiast that hasn't come out of the closet yet is a fascinating creature because it is always something interesting to witness as they slowly begin to realize that they in fact have a soft spot for these four-wheeled machines i actually experienced this on a large scale not long ago when i was conducting a survey for my what girls want article which is a comprehensive piece on what type of brands of cars girls or women prefer or love out of that 20 or so ladies that i interviewed i was quite surprised that majority of these people actually know more about cars than they let on so guys, gents, <laughs> my boys, don't be fooled, eh? <laughs> when ladies act clueless about cars, they know. <laughs> In fact, uh, this topic fascinates me so much that I actually want to do a whole episode dedicated to this, where I'm able to sit down with one or preferably more ladies and we discuss this issue, because there's actually more to unravel here than meets the eye because African societal elements also come into play so there's a lot to talk about and it's an interesting interesting topic. Number two on the list we got the DIY guys and girls or the do-it-yourself guys and girls. Now these people I absolutely salute because it's one thing to know about cars but it's another to also have the idea or know-how on how to work on them. It also means that they save a lot of money otherwise used to hire a mechanic or be duped by a mechanic <laughs> due to lack of knowledge. Some tend to be a bit sensitive um, to criticism however, unfortunately, especially if they do cosmetic work on their cars like body kits or paint jobs and interiors. Um, <laughs> And if you don't know the story, <laughs> yeah, it's a bit of a funny story. Let me fill you in on where I'm going with this. So a few months ago, uh, I took a stock picture on the internet of what I thought to be a rice Alteza. If you don't know, a rice means in the car community, a car that's had like shoddy work done to it. Like it doesn't look right. Wrong materials used, whatever. It doesn't just, it doesn't look right. Right. So I used that picture for one of my articles, which was a rice themed article titled Pimp My Ride Zimbified. Uh, so eventually that article made its way to him, obviously, and yes, obviously he wasn't too happy. <laughs> Honestly, when I learned that he did it himself, like that work, I credited him on that. I was like, you know, kudos to you for actually doing that because a lot of people don't actually do that. However, looks are subjective and I just didn't think it looked, you know, nice. <laughs> and so obviously he took offense to that and yeah, I tried to 
maybe give a few words of encouragement but eh, i don't know it didn't really work out and so that's uh water under the bridge or at least i hope it is <laughs> number three we've got the loyal badges aka the fanboys and girls <laughs> A famous Atlanta rapper has lyrics for his No Lie song featuring Drake, which reads, Thug life, one wife, a mistress, and a girlfriend. This is 2 chains, by the way. <laughs> the next guys and girls on this list are the exact opposite of this. These people are as about as loyal as old school colored girlfriends, because as Stefanoa said, Ish, when they say death to us party, it's your death. Eh? <laughs> Try anything funny. Eh? <laughs> Anyways, these people are loyal to one brand and one brand alone. And they do not look at any other brands the same way. An example of this is um, Subaru fanboys, for example, and Mitsubishi Lancer Evo fanboys. It's rare to find those that 100% love both. If you are one of those people that begs to differ, then uh, you, my friend, are not really in love as you say you do. <laughs> You're not as loyal as you say you do. In fact, I know one guy who is so much in love with uh, Mitsubishi Evils that if you look at his Instagram, if you look at his social media in general, all you're going to see are just evil cars. Nothing else, Mitsubishi evil cars, that's all you're gonna see. No Subarus, no Mazdas, no Nissans, no Mercedes, nothing, just evils. <laughs> it's crazy. On to number four, we've got the big badges, i.e. the Expensify crew, aka the look at me people. <laughs> I don't want to talk bad about these people because some of them are actually genuinely good people who just like fancy things. It's not a crime. It's the douchebags that we see out and about making the loudest noise on social media as well that give these genuine good guys a bad name. And uh, it's, it's not warranted because they just like fancy things. They just like uh, finding things in life. It's allowed. So let's talk about these guys. While you might find them in supercars like Lamborghinis, uh, mainly Aventadors or even Hurricanes. I haven't seen a Hurricaneism yet. But anyways, you've got luxury cars as well that you find them in like S-Classes and Bentleys, Rolls Royce even. you find them there. And let's be honest, we all want to have that taste, you know, of these cars because they're special. They're, they're classy. They're really nice. And a uh, little showing off never hurt anybody, so long as you don't do it in excess, of course. Because if you do it in excess, it's quite ill-advised. Fifth on the list, we've got the all-car and no-clue type of people. <laughs> now, these guys and gals are quite similar to the aforementioned big badge hunchos that I talked about earlier on. <laughs> Only these ones could care less what makes their hashtag dream car goals purr or growl or vroompa <laughs> depending with who you are you might um, take offense to this or you might see this as sacrilege or ignorance but they are just living their hashtag best life <laughs> who said they had to know the performance figures of the cars hmm? on to number six and we've got the almost empty vessels <laughs> i thought if i say empty vessels straight up i might get some 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 threats but uh, yeah almost you're almost the almost empty vessels <laughs> um give these guys alcohol and uh, you have officially subscribed to a no filters version of the wacky encyclopedia of cars where sense and logic like to make cameo appearances here and there but for the most part uh, do -lo -lo. <laughs> these guys will have all the confidence in the world and 
if you if they're under the influence then best believe english is going to be their default language we know we know this we know this <laughs> i laughed so hard the other day when one of my zika culture crewmates witnessed this recently where one guy was adamant in his argument that lexus always copies toyota and their designs <laughs> and uh, if you don't know lexus is actually owned by toyota so lexus is like toyota's luxury division the same way that my back is to mercedes so <laughs> they're, they're a bit misinformed but then you know they, they make the loudest noise and they they think they're always right they're always that that guy you, you know the guy <laughs> but he's hella entertaining i'll give them that number seven we've got the quote-unquote uncle google told me so <laughs> aka the armchair experts similar to the ones i just talked about are these guys and girls <laughs> now these people are so convinced that they know all that there is to know about cars and that all that they know is correct the problem with this mentality can be divided into two main issues one is that it is easy to dismiss other people's knowledge because it's different from what you have read on the on the internet or have watched on the internet and there lies an underlying problem the internet also lies <laughs> in case you didn't know even wikipedia yes because newsflash people made all that <laughs> and people lie that's what we do so yeah <laughs> newsflash the second main problem is that you refuse to learn even from mistakes and the moment you stop learning the more you slide closer and closer to that empty vessels category i talked about earlier on oh sorry almost empty vessels <laughs> Numero 8, we've got the doers. I'm particularly fond of these people and I actually aspire to be like some of them because, well, they have the privilege of gaining real-world experience and skill which is valuable because many of us, especially here in Zimbabwe, do not have the same privilege. Whether it's a lack of resources or otherwise, Donnybrook races, Donnybrook circuit races, drag races, especially yeah, those two and many other things. Best believe they're going to be there and they're going to be there to participate and take it seriously as well and not just to mess around for attention. I've had the honor of actually meeting some of these people, fine ladies and gentlemen, and I can't wait to actually collaborate with them because they are just amazing people to hang around with. As soon as I land in Arari City, I'm going to be looking at you guys first. I'm going to be visiting you guys first. Hopefully I won't need a mask by then. <laughs> On to the second from last number nine, we've got the true petrol heads. Uh, the definition of this one is a bit elusive, depends who you ask, it, it varies. And so I didn't want to Google what this means because to me, I first wondered what this actually means because one of my friends actually told me I should add this to the list, one of my Zika culture friends. Shout out to you, Gerald. Um, so I want to give it my own definition. And so what I believe a true petrol head is, is... Uh, I believe it's it involves all the positive attributes I mentioned throughout the show. So it's that person that knows his or her way around a car and can tinker, tinker around with it. They have great theoretical and practical knowledge, yet they still go out of their way to learn new things from other people. They are not show-offy, you know, they don't want to flash around, be all, you know, look at me type of person, yet they still are not antisocial, like they, they hide away in a corner somewhere. <laughs> You know, it sounds like these these people don't actually, don't actually exist. I mean, it sounds like a dream, but they actually do exist. They actually do, and um, I've I've actually met some of these people, and and 
they they I think those people are true petrolheads. I I don't want to give any names right now, but um when I do future content for Zika Culture, I will definitely have them on the show in terms of video format shows actually and and will make magic trust me you will see for yourself they are not unicorns they exist they're not like manchester united being number one in the world <laughs> they actually exist and the last one on the list we've got the dreamer becomes the creator type of people in a nutshell i'm talking about well me <laughs> hear me out i'm talking about those people that have had a passion for cars for quite a while whether they were born that way or it came as part of their puberty package um, <laughs> either way they have a passion for cars and they decided to do something about it by creating content about it for themselves and for other people to enjoy sounds familiar well that's me <laughs> there are plenty others like me some I even follow myself on social media and YouTube like Matt Watson from Carwow or the gang from donut media love those guys or tavarish who reminds us to wrench every day or tyler hoover the owner of the dumbest car youtube channel in the world <laughs> his words not mine um and many many more not only do they make the world a better place i believe but they also make those dreams their dreams come true look at tyler hoover for example at a time he has about 20 plus cars and if you look at his house it's quite impressive that's youtube money right there and probably some other revenue streams but for the most part that's youtube money and i like that i love that i want that i want that <laughs> and that's the dream the dream that i'm realizing myself one podcast one article one like one share one follow and one comment at a time you make that dream come true guys i'll do my part you do your part we make the dream come true together and on that warming, cuddly, wholesome note that marks the end of this episode. This has been a really fun one to produce. And shout out to my Zika Culture crew homies one time for the help. I'm talking about Gerald Zika Culture's number one fan, Tanaka the pilot. Yes, we have a freaking pilot on our team. Jealous. <laughs> Tanaka the mechanic. Patrice the maniac. Rufaro the quiet one but effective behind the scenes. And my co-founder and low-key best friend that is Kudza and i i cannot forget to thank you the listeners the fans i appreciate the support and the growth that you uh show and do for us continue hitting us up on social media on instagram facebook and twitter and whatsapp as well for whatever you want to talk about that's correlated we're very much there let's converse let's grow the movement my name is tino tender and this has been the zika culture podcast